Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the names of God, which is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide or the Lord our provider. And so, you know, there's many names of God in the Bible, but as he reveals himself with these different names, there's another side of God that we can understand his character, right? And knowledge is power. The more that you know God, the more it's going to benefit you in your Christian life. So we're going to get right into it. I want to start by reading the passage in Genesis where God reveals himself as Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. And so many people, um, you know, associate this name of God with material provision, you know, as far as, as finances and material things. And we're actually going to talk more about that in the second half, but I want you to see that the provision, um, that, is, that God is talking about here is way bigger than just your material provision. So let's get into it. This is Genesis chapter 22. We'll start off at verse eight. It says, Abraham said, this is, and so just to give some background here, this is the story of when God tells Abraham, right, to sacrifice his son Isaac. And this is all a type of God the Father sacrificing his son Jesus for us, right? So we want to read this. We're going to put on our New Testament glasses as we read this passage, right? So, all right, Genesis 22, verse eight, Abraham said, my son, God himself will provide a lamb for the burnt offering. So the two went up together. So Abraham is taking his son, right, to go do a burnt offering. And the son, Isaac is like, yo, where's the offering? You know, he's getting a little nervous here. And Abraham says, son, the Lord himself will provide an offering. So, and I want to start off with this verse because I want to start by showing you that before, even before Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac, Abraham already believed that God was his provider. So why do I just want to mention this real quick? I want to mention this because many people think, oh, it's my offering. Because I gave an offering, God will provide for me. Because I put this on the altar, now God is going to come through for me. But I want you to understand that God already provided for you. God already came through for you before you ever gave him anything. Understand that before Abraham offered Isaac, he already believed that God would provide. He already believed that God was his provider. Abraham already believed that he was blessed. Really, because he believed that God was a provider, because he believed that he was blessed, that's what empowered him to give his best gift. I wanted you to see that. God is your provider. Before you even gave your life to Jesus, God had already provided for you the ultimate thing, which was Jesus, right? So let's keep reading. Verse nine, it says, and when they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there um, and he bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took hold of the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he answered, here I am. So Abraham is about to sacrifice his son, right? But an angel stops him and says, do not lay your hand on the boy for I know that now I know that you fear God. God, since you have not held back from me your only son. Then Abraham looked up, glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. This is where I want you to pay attention. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt off offering. Uh, as an as a sacrifice instead of his son. So Abraham called the name 
called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. So this is super powerful. What we want to see here is what is the whole context of this name, Jehovah Jireh? It's talking about the Lord has provided the sacrifice. The Lord has provided the ram. It says that there was a ram caught in the thicket. And so you can understand that that thorn bush that the ram was caught in, it would have been a perfect type of Jesus and that crown of thorns, right? It says that the thicket was caught around his horns, right? So it would have been thorns on his head just, uh, just as a type of Jesus when Jesus wore that crown of thorns, right? That Jesus was the sacrifice that God has provided. So I want you to see this because your provision is tied to the cross. Your provision is tied to Jesus, what Jesus did at the cross, that really, because God provided his son, right now we can have not only financial and material provision, but this is also the provision for our health, the provision for our joy, the provision for our peace, the provision for our forgiveness, for our wholeness, right, for our salvation, Right. So it's this is this provision. When God says, I am Jehovah Jireh, I am the Lord, your provider. God wants to be your source for everything. He wants to be the source of your joy, your peace, your your strength, your health and your your financial provision. Right. Your material provision here on this earth. So I want you to see that it's so much bigger than just uh, material things. That's the lowest level. Right. If God will provide for us materially, how much more can he provide for us all these much better things, right? And so that, that he called the place Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide on the very place where God would send Jesus. And so I want you to see this because we are going to hone in on um, the material uh, financial end of it. But I want you to see here that when Jesus was the sacrifice, what really happened at Calvary? I want to read you this other scripture um, in 2 Corinthians 8, 9. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And so this scripture is very powerful. It ties with another scripture, which is... um. Galatians 3.13, uh, where it says that Jesus became a curse for us. And so this verse says that he became poor for us, that he took on our poverty. So understand, too, that poverty is a curse. Be living in lack, not having your needs provided for is a curse. There, you have to get something on the inside of you where you hate lack, where you hate uh, poverty. Understand that poverty is a curse. Being poor is a curse. And people don't like to hear that because people think that being poor is like humility. You know, you know, I don't have, yeah, I don't need much or whatever. But really, Jesus, it says that he, through his poverty, he made us rich. And this is talking about money. This is not talking about spiritually. This, if you read this whole chapter in context, Paul's talking about money. And so poverty is a curse. So when this whole story that we talked about in Genesis 22, when God provided the offering, he provided Jesus to bear that curse of poverty so that we can be rich through Jesus's poverty. We can become rich. We can become abundantly supplied, right? So poverty is a curse. And you can go read in Deuteronomy 28 where it spells out uh, everything about the curse. And you'll see that uh, not having enough. Part of the curse is working really hard 
and never having enough. You, you are always toiling and laboring, but never having enough, right? Keep, you know, and understand that I want people to understand this because they're, you know, and I used to be like this. There's like an aversion to the word rich and wealthy and prosperity when it comes to Christians. But understand the thing about poverty, poverty, living paycheck to paycheck, barely having enough actually makes you very self-focused. It makes you, you're always worried about your own life. How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to make ends meet? Where is your next uh, paycheck going to come from? All these things. It actually makes you very self-focused. But when you allow God to lift you out of poverty and to abundantly provide your needs, right? To, to, to make you rich through his poverty. He wants to make us rich. When you allow God to enrich you, not only spiritually, we're talking materially, we're talking financially. When you allow God to enrich you, when you're a real Christian and your heart is right, it actually empowers you to stop being self-focused and it empowers you to look outward and begin to look for who can I bless? How can I advance the kingdom of God? Who can I help? Who can I bless this week? Right? It takes your eyes off of yourself and your problems and your four and no more. And it actually empowers you to look outward, to feed, to feed those who are hungry, to clothe the naked, to do the works that Jesus has actually commanded us to do. If you are in lack, if you barely have enough, right? If you just have your needs met and there's no overflow, how are you even going to do what Jesus has commanded you to do, which is to feed the poor, to clothe the naked, to, to bless the people around you? Real prosperity, when you allow God, like it says here, to lift you out of poverty into riches, it empowers you to bless a broken world. It empowers you to, to help people around you who are so hurting, right? It, the, the, the single mom who can't, who can't, uh, you know, who's about to be evicted because she can't pay her mortgage, right? Those type of people, God wants to empower you to help them, to bless them, to lift them out of that, of that stress and that curse of poverty. If you've never been poor, maybe you don't understand, but being poor is a curse. You just go overseas. You go look at India where they are, they are, it's full of, you know, uh, pagan religions. And what comes with that? Poverty, because poverty is a curse. And if you go look over there, it, it, there's, there's people are starving, people are hurting, they have no homes. It is a curse. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that poverty is a curse. So it, it, you should have something on the inside of you that, that, that there's a resistance to staying poor. There's a resistance to staying at the same level, to just living paycheck to paycheck. God wants to lift you. God wants to lift you out of poverty into abundance so that you can help a lost and dying world, right? It costs money to spread the gospel. It costs money to help people. And so I want to read you this other scripture. 1 Samuel 2 verse 8, it says that he, this is talking about God. God raises up the poor out of the dust and lifts the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and make them inherit a seat of honor. This is powerful. This is the will of God. This is the will of God is to take the beggar, the person that is begging, that has nothing, and God will be Jehovah Jireh to them. God will amply supply 
them with who? Jesus. And in Jesus, the, per the curse of poverty is broken. In Jesus, the curse of sickness is broken. In Jesus, the curse of depression is broken, right? So there's provision for all kind of stuff. But if there's provision for all these spiritual uh, things, how much more will God provide the lowest level, which is material uh, provision? Understand that financial material, that is the lowest thing that God will provide for you. If God is going to provide for you all these spiritual riches, how much more will he provide the material stuff, right? So he wants to take the beggar out of the dunghill and set him among princes. He wants to take the lowest of the low, the poorest of the poor, the brokest of the broke, and he wants to lift them up out of that. He wants to enrich them and to set them among princes. He wants to take the, the lowest of the low and set them on high. That's what it says in Isaiah 58, that he will set us on high above all the nations of the world. Deuteronomy 28 says that he will cause us to lend to nations and never need to borrow. He wants to take you out of debt. He wants to take you out of this whole economic world system. He wants to enrich you right to where we can get to a place where we can say, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I am amply supplied. Why? Because God has made himself known to me as Jehovah Jireh. God himself is my provision. What Jesus did at Calvary, that's where I find my provision. My provision is not based on my job. My provision is not based on my career. My provision is based on the blood that is flowing from Jesus, flowing to me, flowing from his brow, where he redeemed me from that curse of poverty. He wore the crown of thorns. We talked about that on a previous episode that you can go listen to. That, that thorn was a, was a sign of the curse of the ground. The curse of the ground that they would toil and, and, and never increase, right? But Jesus redeemed us from that. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord has provided Jesus. Jesus was the offering to break the curse of poverty from off of our lives so that we can be abundantly supplied. And so if you're watching this and maybe you, you, you need to enter into that, or maybe you've just been stagnant with your level, we're going to pray right now. And I'm going to believe that God is going to, God is going to break any lingering, uh, curse of poverty off your life. And you're going to begin to see supernatural increase. God is going to begin to empower you financially to meet the needs of the people around you. So I want you to, if you're, wherever you're watching to just lift up your hands, father, I pray for every listener right now, Lord that any lingering curse of poverty that may be on them, Lord, from their family line or whatever, Lord, we command it to be broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you today for the grace to prosper. The grace, Lord, we thank you. That grace lifts us out of the dunghill, Lord, and sets us among princes. Lord, we thank you for the grace to increase in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for every person watching me. May they be the first in their family, Lord, to be millionaires. May they be the first in their family family, Lord, to, to rise up, to be able to feed the poor, to be able to clothe the naked, Lord, to be empowered, Lord, to meet the needs of their generation in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.